the sales tip itself is there are two sales. There's making the connection and then convincing them to get the quote and then the actual sale. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Hello, this is another agency playbook. Welcome to the Insurance Dudes. This is Craig Pretzinger. We are here, we're coming up on uh, playbook number 50. We just started that this year when we did away with Coffee Talk. Well, welcome, and we're going to try to keep it brief here, or I'm going to try to keep it brief, the royal we, meaning all of us here together. Just want to talk briefly about PNC sales tips for internet leads. So this comes up all the time. I know that we've talked about it all the time, but it's one of those things that has to be brought up all the time, right? A lot of the the things to really get the telefunnel humming along and working, right, when we're talking internet leads is creating consistency. We've talked multiple times about how if we're not constantly inspecting, if we're not constantly training, then our folks are going to revert to order takers, right? And so I think that order taking in the insurance space, especially the PNC space, is the modus operandi of doing sales and doing quotes, right? They will typically quickly rush through their quote and then spit out a number. Now, that's not sales, not at all, right? All they've done is created a transaction. And uh, if we're doing that, then we don't need anybody that's skilled to do that, right? In order to keep it legal, they need to be licensed. But the challenge is, is why are we going to get somebody licensed for them to become an order taker? We can't do that. So we talk about that a lot and uh, reinforce that in the daily drills training in the morning with uh, with all of our teams and in, in our morning meetings individually and uh, in, in all the places. So this is the key, right? Internet leads are a different animal. There's a lot of reasons why most agents do not like internet leads, right? It's because they haven't had success with them right? If you're anything like me, then you struggled or you have struggled or you are struggling with internet leads because they're this wonderfully packaged thing, right? We could we could get information that we could then turn into a quote really quick. Now, there's a lot of challenges behind that because it doesn't work the way it used to. I think when you used to get leads before, you'd make a call and you'd get a hold of people, right? Maybe not 100% of them or not even 50% of them. But what we're finding now is, especially in this world that we're in now, people don't like to answer the phone. And there's too many ways to avoid answering the phone, right? Their phone may not even ring. I mean, my, my phone, this thing, it don't ring, right? It, it pretty much blocks everybody. Even if I want them to call, it still doesn't let them call. And I have opened it up. I've changed all the settings. 
I can't get a call if I don't know them. And that's that's uh, all Apple, right? Apple's dictating who could get through. Makes my life easier because I'm not getting blown up. But at the same time, it makes it much more difficult for a salesperson that's trying to connect with me, even if I ask them to call me. What I do now is I have to have them text me that I call them back. But that is something that depending on your carrier, you may or may not be able to do, right? Make sure that you're following whatever rules, whatever compliance you have with your carrier so that you stay ahead of the game with that because they're not playing around when it comes to those type of things, especially with texting. Because if you get popped and you're not following what you're supposed to be doing, you're going to be in trouble, maybe lose your contract. So I really want to encourage you to use whatever system you have with your carrier that they allow you to send those texts. That's going to be the way to to do that. So where's the sales tip? Where's the PNC sales tip for these insurance leads? Well, we like to look at it as two sales, right? Once we have connected with the prospect. So the lead comes in, it's being called, right? Hopefully called at least two or three times the first day. Depending on how aggressive you are, you could do that more, you could do that less. It kind of depends geographically where you are because in different areas of the country, different amounts of dials are more accepted. In some areas of the country, you can only call a couple of times. And in, in even other areas of the country, depending on whether it's a holiday or not, you may have some issues with whether or not you can dial. Now, from what I've read, in most of the places that do have these uh, holiday restrictions, it doesn't seem like it is impacted if you're buying, if you're actually buying leads. It would be different if you were buying a list, right? Another reason why real-time leads are so great. But again, back to the sales tip. So the sales tip itself is there are two sales. There's making the connection and then convincing them to get the quote, and then the actual sale. I would argue, and I think that most folks that are elbows deep in internet leads are going to probably th- say the same thing if they're getting results from them and have really analyzed all of the analytics. That front end, that convincing them to get a quote can be tougher than the actual sale. So we have to get good at it, right? We have to expect that they're not going to want the quote. Now, there's a lot of reasons why they may not want the quote, and it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not the lead company sent you a good lead. I remember back in the olden days, 2015, 2016, when we really started to to dabble in the internet lead world, not really get success, but this is what would happen is we'd buy a bunch of leads, we'd call them, you know, hand dial. Uh, we didn't have a great system to make those kind of dials or make them quick. And what would happen is we wouldn't get a hold of a lot of them or the ones that we would get a hold of they wouldn't want to quote. We didn't really have a great formula for what to do when they say, no, I told them I don't want to quote, right? Now, likely we're the third or fourth person to call them. And now they're blown up. They've decided they don't like all these calls coming and they just shut down. So that's why they're going to tell you that. It's kind of like when you go to the car dealership, salesperson comes up, they say, hey, how can I help you? And what do you say? Say it out loud. I know what you're going to say. Yes, you say, I'm just looking. So it's the same thing, right? It's a conditioned response to something that they now no longer think they want because they've already handled it, right? So they already got the quote in a couple of places. Maybe the first person upset them, whatever, right? There's a lot of things going on that they're going to give you all kinds of different excuses. But this is the thing. You bought that lead and they picked up the phone. The first part of what you're trying to accomplish has occurred. And now... You cannot take no for an answer. And now it's time to push and keep them on the phone by ignoring their pleas to not have a quote done and to move them along. So how do we do that? We're going to ask very specific questions. 
included their data, right? So we have their data in the lead and we're going to verify. They're going to say, hey, I'm at work. I can't talk right now. Well, that's weird because they just answered the phone. Why did they answer the phone if they can't talk? So don't let that get to you, right? It's a conditioned response. So they're going to say that, and then you go, perfect. It's only going to take a couple seconds. I just have to verify a couple more things and I'll get that quote over to you and we'll be able to get you all set up. Do you still live at this address? Do you still have this? They're going to say, no, but I told you I don't want to quote. Great. It only takes a second, right back to it. So it's agree, bridge it. And we bridge it by saying, it's only going to take a second. We're only going to do it. It's already almost done whatever, right? Some kind of transitional phrase and then right back to a question. I would, if you have their birthday, this gives you a lot of power because they're going to believe that you are legitimate, right? There's too many scams going on these days. So people are a little bit weary. So the more information that you have that's theirs, that it's likely most people won't have, then that's going to help you a lot. So we get the vehicles, we're going to ask about the address. And then if the birthday is included in the, in the uh, lead, this is a perfect thing to ask because you just, I, and I just want to verify your birthday is December 25th. Perfect. I know somebody else has the same birthday, blah, 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 right? So I'm going to stop it there because I think that that's something that needs to be unpacked and thought about and then practiced. And again, we practice this at least once a week as a team here. I know that within our Teledudes organization, that this is something that the uh, Teledudettes talk about with the sales folks, just to keep staying on the same page. We want to make sure that our salespeople are not letting people hang up the phone and they're not agreeing with them that they don't want to quote. Can't let that quote go. We bought the lead. It's too expensive. If we let them go, we're going to let a lot go. And so this was one of the one of the big changers, right? Is is changing that mindset of your producers so that they know what they need to do, what they need to ask, and how to advance to the next part, which is to actually get into the quote. So that is another playbook and uh, PNC sales tips for insurance internet leads. If you want to learn more, head over to the YouTube channel, or you can, of course, keep listening here on the podcast. If something comes up and you have any questions, fire it over. Hit us up, support at theidudes.com, and we look forward to seeing you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a follower here of the Insurance Dudes. You are everything to us, so thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here, and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.